What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. A big thank you to Mary Ellen's indeed. They are not open today. They will be tomorrow, though. They sponsor this little show we like to call On the Block. I'm Austin Norman. He is Eric Strickland. Uh, we're with you two to four weekdays here. Mary Ellen's with you uh, open for lunch and dinner Wednesday through Sunday. Make sure you check them out down there at 29th and Pine Lake. Plenty to get to in a busy hour two of the show. Definitely college football focused and a lot of Dylan Raiola. Raiola, Raiola, it is Raiola officially. That is how it's being pronounced. We'll get into the news of his commitment, what it means for Nebraska, um, and plenty more here in hour number two of the show. But before we do that, let's dive into a lot of comments. You guys are busy on YouTube, on Twitter, Facebook as well. Uh, Cliff, appreciate you checking in down there from uh, Florida as always. Uh, Stricky, you answer JMV. Any news on a quarterbacks coach? No movement on the staff right now. Um, that quarterbacks coach, at tight ends coach. Right now, the coaching staff's the same as it was last year. Uh, I guess we'll see if and or when that changes. We have Sportsman on Twitter uh, saying it'll be interesting to see if the Husker staff will get some transfer wide receivers and running backs to help Dylan Raiola out. They're still in the running for Julian Fleming. Uh, got a crystal ball toward Penn State. But they're also in the running for a former four-star uh, out of high school running back who was committed to Oregon. He's 6'2", 220. Ooh. If you get one of those Ooh. guys, that's big. But a 6'2", 220 I, running back. I love a bruiser like that. Sign me up. Sign me up mm-hmm. all day long for that. Get inside them tackles. You know, hit a few linebackers. Get second level. Yeah, I like. I yeah, I like a guy like that. That you know, I want. I want a little flash and dash. 
mm-hmm. type of guy. Preferably from the same guy, but if you have one flash and one dash, I suppose that's okay too. Yeah, man. Um, I, I really do hope we can land a number one receiver. It would be nice if we could. Uh, we're going to see. And some of you guys have asked this question on the uh, Sarah Heyman text line as well as on the stream. You've asked this question about Dylan Raiola and what his uh, his signing could do potentially for also recruits that are coming in. I think... Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things I still got to be happy about this Nebraska uh, recruiting class is and this year is the retention. Mm-hmm. Like I know they're going to have decisions that they're going to make. Some are going are gonna to just happen because uh, after spring, you're going to kind of have an idea of what the depth charts are going to look like. And so you'll probably have a, some that bounce or you'll have conversations from Coach Riola and, and the player, player coaches um, mm-hmm. or the room coaches, depending on where it is have discussions about where they are. Maybe you may want to look at another option, so forth and so on. But I still think we do need a number one type of receiver, and I would love to land someone like a Fleming or, or of the sort that mm-hmm. has some some experience, that has a big game type of uh, mojo to them. Or if mm-hmm. you can land somebody like a Trey Palmer who who has tremendous upside but just needed a – you know, a platform in order to do it. Right. You know, somebody like that would be good mm-hmm. as well. But uh, I think we have plenty of those already. So I, I would love to see somebody that we know has some big game experience of going to get balls when you need it. The the sales pitch is we trust you to be the safety blanket for the number one quarterback in this class. Yeah. That's hard to pass up, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is. And it just depends on what you're looking for too, right? Um, I think there's gonna they're going to have to have conversations with Coach um, Satterfield. Mm-hmm. and get an understanding about what he wants to accomplish. Now you know you have pretty much a pocket passer. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan can move if he needs to, but he doesn't He doesn't really want to do that. But uh, he, 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 to me, could be a little less of a, now please don't, don't text <laughs> in, um, a type like Mahomes. Like Mahomes, not, not with all the throwing angles and all of that, but I'm just saying, Mahomes isn't fleet of foot, but Mahomes, if need be, can get up in there and get you some yards if you need it. You, mm-hmm. you get into a man coverage and there's a lot of space. He could do that. So Dylan, to me, um, I love that the, there's pocket passing potential there. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to have great footwork. I've watched some of his film, meaning he knows how to step up. He knows how to slide out. He knows how to get up and out and still keep his head downfield. That part. And uh, at that point, this is where Nebraska receivers have had a problem in the past of just standing and getting blocked and, you know, by or, or getting blanketed by the uh, DBs and not mm-hmm. moving into an open space. They're going to need to do that for Dylan Raola, uh, I think, at times because um, they haven't shown the ability to break uh, defensive uh, pressure or press coverage uh, and really win those battles wholeheartedly. Not, not, not barely win, but, I mean, really win and, and create space. They haven't shown that they mm-hmm. could do that yet, and this is where I think they're going to need need to be able to do better. Chubby Rhino on the text line. Thanks for getting us back on track here. Uh, Nate won the the uh, question for the 30 bucks of Buffalo Wings and Rings. The question was, how many years did uh, Dominic Riola play in the NFL? The answer was 14 years. Stricky guessed nine. Uh, some of you were in with it. Some of you were close. But yeah, Nate won the 30 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Nate, thanks for listening. Uh, congrats on the win. Chubby Rhino, thanks for getting us back on track. Uh, Virginia Pirate is agreeing with us, Drake. He says, at least one running back that can eat carries and the youth is solid but need to add one before it's done. 
Yes, I, I think we're we're in agreement there. But I'm also curious to see just how much Dylan Riola's presence in the pocket, like you're talking about, can elevate this group, the wide receiver group, how much it especially can elevate the offensive line. Because even when the pocket breaks down a little bit, watching some highlights, you see Dylan Riola always try to navigate back to the middle of the field, back to the pocket where every throw is available to him. He has a big arm. He's got good touch. But if he runs you know, to one sideline, you cut off half of the field for a really good quarterback, I mean, two thirds of the field for an average quarterback to be able to stay in the middle, to keep all your options open to you and to tell your receivers never to give up on a play. Samori Ture was really good at coming back for the mm-hmm. ball and signing that, finding that kind of soft spot, but he was a veteran transferring in from Montana. Nebraska still doesn't have that veteran guy. So I think playing with a, a guy like Dylan Raiola, who is going to force his receivers to do that forces offensive line into I think a lot better positions because they know where their quarterback's going to be, that he's always going to navigate back. So just give him a bubble. I think the presence of a pocket guy like Dylan Riola simplifies things for a lot of guys. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's agreeable. And and again, um, I love just the part of him that the footwork and, mm. and I think one thing that's going to be sound with him is going to be his mechanics. And that's something that, Obviously, we struggle that <laughs> from the quarterback position, I think, as a whole. Um, again, now the next fight, you, you know what you got. You know, you've solidified, you, you know, your future quarterback. You now need to, I think, solidify the competition. Mm. Which person is that going to be? Um, I, I still think you hone in on Brock Purdy and let him know it's still a competition. You know, we're, we're, we're you know, yes, you're going to have to beat him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. let's just be real about it. You're going to have to like beat beat him, not 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 barely win. So come back, you know, mm-hmm. and be brother like. <laughs> it's going to be worth it if you win, right? Yeah, be it's going to make you better to compete. Yeah, be brother like. If he comes back brother like, with some, you know, with now you've been in big time games, you started towards the end, you should have mm-hmm. some confidence going. So we'll. You know, we'll see, but but then and then and then secure. I think if you can, a learner, mm. because isn't that Kalen? Yeah, I think that's uh, somebody that's gonna need time, gonna want to learn, mm-hmm. gonna have um, what's what's my guy at at, uh, at Georgia right now? The quarterback. Oh, Beck. Yeah, Carson Beck. Carson Beck. Mm-hmm. Have some Beck in him, mm. basically. That's willing to baby get back, grow, learn. Because you just don't know. You just don't know the situation fully with Dylan. Right. What, what's going to happen. There's possible leap, leapage and there's possible stage. And it's going to depend on how I think he, he plays, performs, and what the Nebraska staff is able to bring in to mm-hmm. help in that process. What do you expect for Dylan Raiola in year one? <clears throat> what What do you think it looks like on the field? Um, to be honest, I want to ask, I wanna ask the, uh, the listeners. Because a Sutter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. And the reason is because I asked that question, mm-hmm. you know, before. You know, people were like, oh, you're getting ahead of your skis and you're this or whatever. I, I, I want to know because I want to know what your expectations are for that young man coming in. Mm-hmm. You are one game away from a bowl game. Is it a bowl game? Is it uh, going beyond that to another level? Is it... You know, now that you're adding Oregon, Washington, you I mean, is it handling business against the newcomers? I mean, and and still 
kind of being in the middle of the pack. Is it the middle of the pack? Is it what is it? I want to mm-hmm. I want to understand what, how you view it. What success would be with a young and, and it, I don't think you can have an over expectation. I think you want to you know kind of make sure you mitigate the the expectations a little bit because you don't want to you don't you don't want to over pressure the young man. Mm-hmm. There's enough pressure as it is. already. There's enough pressure on him already. So you don't want to do that, but you also don't want to make him your uh, Jesus piece. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to make him your savior. Right. You want to make him feel that he's a part of something that's that's building, but he's not the cornerstone. Right. Of the building. Right. Because that's that's a lot of pressure to put on one guy. When again, you and I have been saying it all off season. Nebraska's more than just a quarterback away. Right. A better you know situation at quarterback wins Nebraska a couple more games next year, but to get to not just a bowl game but a bowl game of any significance, you need upgrades across the roster. So it can't be put all this pressure on this eighteen-year-old young man and come in, you know, and, and, and do the dang thing. Yeah, he's got to make everyone else improve. He's got to be better than what he showed in high school, which is obviously really good to be for a long time the number one overall player in the class. By pretty much all accounts, a top 20 player, top 10 most places, you know, number one or two quarterback, kind of a rounding error of difference between him and Julian Sayan, who's ended up going to Alabama. He's really good. You want him to know he's important and that you believe in his talent. But I think there's a very fine line between telling him he's your guy and telling him he's your savior. No doubt about it. There's definitely a difference between the two. And you got to get him help. Like, mm-hmm. If you're going to have a pocket passer, you got to have some form of running game because otherwise mm-hmm. defensive ends and defensive linemen are going to be downhill on you. Blitz packages are going to step up on you. This is why winning those battles on the outside are going to be important. I think also a good tight end is going to be important. Um, a good blocking tight end with the ability. Now, I'm not saying Brock Bowers, but I'm saying Brock Bowers light, somebody who can do a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, Carter Nelson is a little bit unique. He's a little bit different. Um, it's going to take him some time to get with uh, three points with the point down, hand down. He hasn't been used to playing that. I think it can provide him a, a, a tremendous opportunity to be a hybrid type of guy. Mm-hmm. That's a mismatch problem for linebackers and for safeties. You know, potentially. I you know until he really gets comfortable with being hand down. Um, uh, they're young, so I, I don't think there's a tra- transfer portal tight end that you go and get. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right. But I, I, I think you want a guy that can also block from mm-hmm. that from that from that tight end position. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the guys that we got right now, I think I think Ingerson is can have a physicality about him. I think it's still uh, the, it's up in the air about whether or not he can be defensive end or mm-hmm. you know play tight end. I think he has where the they shifted AJ Rollins from. I think he has the ability to do both, mm-hmm. um, and it's just going to depend on probably where he feels he's got the best opportunity to to play mm-hmm. earlier than later. Um, to me, man, it would be fun to be on the defensive side of things <laughs> with Tony White and that crew, man. Uh, just the fun things that they'll be able to do. And, and it, it's going to be interesting to watch the defense this next year uh, with who they're bringing in and who they have and, mm-hmm. and some of the adjustments that they made. Are they going to stick with the, the three three five, or, or is it going to be more of a multi, uh, mm-hmm. you know, look defense? You know, basically not, 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 I don't want to say hybrid, well, maybe you can say hybrid where change up the yeah, looks a little bit. It's a bunch bit. of changes mm-hmm. up, and, and it gives you just a whole bunch of different looks. That's going to be interesting to see as well because I think they have guys to where you could, if you want to, go to a 4 3. Um, but that probably see means Riley Van Poppel has stepped up, or maybe a Ruquan Buckley, Elijah Judy, a guy like that. Because yeah. right now, I think your starters at D line are Robinson, Huttmacher, and Cam Lenhart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to depend on kind of how things pan out for that. And then what what the linebacking core is going to look like. That's a huge question for me as well. Um, You mentioned something about the running game and how important it is for Nebraska to have one. Nebraska second in the Big Ten in rush yards per game last year behind only Penn State. They were seven or ten yards behind the the Nittany Lions in that category. But a lot of that came from the quarterback position. Again, the quarterback was a leading rusher for Nebraska. Strick, if... Nebraska doesn't have a running game. I think year one for Dylan Raiola looks a little bit like Tanner Lee in 2017. So in 2017, Tanner Lee completed 57.5% of his passes for 3,143 yards, 23 touchdowns, and 16 interceptions. Now, Dylan Raiola in high school, 88 touchdowns to 11 interceptions, playing against some pretty good competition. Doesn't seem like a guy that's going to put the ball at risk, at least he did in high school. But again, will he feel the pressure to try to make that one play too many if there's not a running game? The leading rushers for Nebraska that year, Divina Zigbo, 493 yards, Mikhail Wilbon, 379, Trey Bryant, 299. That's not a lot of output from your running backs. I think Nebraska has to have a guy go for 750, another guy go for 500. Pushing 4,000. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like a few things, pushing at least or breaking it with two, right? You're Mm -hmm. right. Um, the other thing that I would say, what percentage out of out of Dylan Raiola? You Completion know? percentage? Now, Danny Tucker on the uh, stream, on the YouTube stream says, I continue to hear that he's talking to Georgia. Has he signed on the dotted line? Well, National Signing Day um, is still... Tomorrow. To, is, yeah, so it's mm-hmm. it's not yet happened. My guess is so. he signed the papers before he left. I don't know that for a fact. That's not confirmed or anything, but I'm sure... He sat down, actually signed the papers. Well, because we haven't heard video. anything about they, a. You don't put yeah. a video out unless you, you know, like so. The, the if video. you didn't know, you'd be a signing day decision. You would have yeah. the ceremony with the two hats on the table, and you'd pick between them. But like you said, the poem, the video, yeah, all that is out there. So I'm sure Georgia, you know, because if that was the case, she would have did the same thing with, um, um, going to Syracuse. Oh, McCord, McCord, right? If right. If, if that was the case, you would have. Done. The, I mean, there was a high, you know, speculation that he was gonna gonna make the move, but mm. it did not happen. So you didn't see no videos. You didn't mm. see no. You heard talk, but you didn't see anything that came out. And that's there's a reason for that. 
got to shout out a K-Dub, Kenny Wilhite here. He's fact-checking me. Kenny, appreciate you, you listening and, and catching me. He says, you can't actually sign the papers till the morning of signing day. It's got to be dated tomorrow at 7 a.m. So there it you is. go. Kenny knows. If there's anyone that would know, it would be knows. Kenny. So, K-Dub, appreciate you. Thanks for listening uh, and calling us out on that one there. Let's get to some more thoughts here that you guys have. You guys are going crazy on the, the streams and on the text line. Um, Brad's expectation, Strick, is five wins. He's going to look like a freshman in the Big Ten with five wins. Let's just go through the schedule here real quick, just for a refresher. You start out with UTEP at home. They have a new head coach coming in. You get round two with Colorado. We know how they started last year. They're revamping. We know how they ended last year. Uh, you get FCS foe Northern Iowa in week three. You get Omar Brown, I like that. Hey, it's true. You get <laughs> Illinois and then Purdue in that opening stretch. Purdue that. is the first road game of the year in year five. We talk about the runway for Husker basketball. There's the runway for Husker football. There's no question about it, and you should take care of business in that. Like, mm-hmm. If you don't, then again, one of the things we talked about last year with this team is freaking bank your wins. Mm-hmm. Don't go out there and just, you know, haphazardly and, you know, lackadaisically and just, you know, without any effort and, and laying down and just not leaving it out on the field. Don't do that. Bank your mm-hmm. wins, bro, because it's not going to it's not going to get any easier as you start to tail on down to the schedule. It's it's way harder. You essentially have seven games to bank six if you're in Nebraska. Purdue at game five is the first road game. You finish out the first half of your season with Rutgers at home. That's homecoming. Rutgers made a bowl game this year, but it's still Rutgers still coming to Lincoln. It's going to be a tough game. Home. Right. Find a way to win it. You get your first bye week of the year then, I believe. Yeah, that's your first bye week of the get year. Get healthy. You get healthy. You go to Indiana. A big Kurt Signetti guy, but rebuilding team. Bank your wins. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the horseshoe. Huh. Dylan Riola huh. Revenge Bowl, Nebraska, Ohio State. Going to be tough. There's no question about it. Then UCLA at but, home. But but you don't know who the quarterback is. You don't know you don't. Who, who's staying, who's going. There's been mm-hmm. a lot of turnover. Who's? I mean, there's possible. Go get it. See if you can go. I'm, 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 I'm drinking Kool-Aid. <laughs> You're talking but. yourself into it. Uh, UCLA at home. Then you have another bye week on November 9th. November 16th, you go to USC. Ooh. Which, here's the thing. It's USC. That's a big name. They probably have higher recruiting ranking than you, but why can't Nebraska win that game? No Caleb Williams. Their defense is garbage. No Malachi Nelson. And their defense is garbage. Why Mm -hmm. not? Uh, Then you have Wisconsin at home, a game Nebraska could have won two of the last three years pretty easily. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of talking about that. Mm -hmm. Wisconsin. I'm tired of talking about Minnesota. I'm tired of talking about those games that we're freaking losing to and the way we're losing them. I'm tired mm-hmm. of it, bro. Uh, turn it around next year. That's all I want to hear. Then, of course, you finish off uh, Black Friday, November 29th Iowa. at Iowa. Sauter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. Tell me what you think on schedule. This is Hypothetical. This is not sure, <laughs> but what's your outlook on potential, looking at schedule, what's your outlook on the potential of what this team could do next year? We got Brad at five. We got 3880 
Eight wins or bust. No excuses for anything less. The defense is back, and we now have a quarterback. Scott from Bancroft, 12-0. and 0. <laughs> Hi, Scott. Hey. <laughs> Talk it. Tell us. Bring it. Fire us up, Scott. Would that be one of the greatest turnarounds in college football history? Here's, Being that you've been out so long. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. If Nebraska goes 12-0 and and the Kansas City Royals win the American League Central. I knew you had to throw. After 106 losses. You had to, you had to throw two in. Two of the, the best comeback stories you, in all sports, Stricky. You had to throw Give in. Give it to me. That's the Grinch that stole Christmas right there. You freaking <laughs> threw in the Royals in that mix. That's the Grinch coming in to steal Christmas. No, we're we're not throwing the Royals him? in that mix. How about him? Nebraska. <laughs> Royals. Now, if Royals would have landed uh, Sohei Atani. They were close. They were the runners up. Maybe. (laughs) No, they weren't. Uh, John in Cortland has probably the most well-balanced answer we're going to get. I expect there will be a football season. Nebraska will play at least 12 games. No other expectations. I love it. Fair. Thanks, John. Love it. Mm -hmm. Now, if they digress, how you feel? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. I I really want to know. How do you, if they digress, how do you feel? Do you, will the pressure that comes with that now lead a young Dylan Raiola to rethink mm-hmm. his decision? And what do you have coming behind? Like, I, 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 I'm a big picture guy. Like, I, I love to think in the moment. I stay in the moment. I, I understand everything about that. But I am a big picture guy mm-hmm. because I really want to know also, how do you feel if it's a regression? Right. With now, you've got a quarterback now. You've got dang near a lot of what what you had coming back. Defense hopefully will get better. Offense, you're going to have some newcomers, some new faces. You still got a good retention on the line. Three of your three of your four plus now. You got Prohaska that's you know been there now, not not injured again. And you've mm-hmm. got so you've got pretty much a good core of your linemen back and maybe some additions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got bricks coming in. Now, I'm not saying, but listen, I like bricks. I don't. I'm not going to say bricks on the outside. I think bricks on the inside could mm. could possibly as start. a Nuri or Piper replacement as a as a, as a, as a guard because <laughs> he's got great footwork, good physicality. Um, I what, what love, about this for an offensive line? Of ben Scott at center. You have bricks and Evans Jenkins at guards, and you have Prohaska and Ben Hart as your starting tackles. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Turner uh, Corcoran at guard, maybe. Yeah, yeah. One of them could also be there. But I really, I, I, I really would like, uh, you know, with Bricks' footwork and his, his, his athleticism, mm-hmm. I, I could see him on the inside for right now until he gets probably stronger and bigger. And then you can kick out. Kick him. That's out. fine. Um, couple more season expectations to get to before we go to break. Cheeseburger says five and seven freshman quarterback with no weapons showing anything positive yet. You have some weapons showing some positive stuff. Probably not enough. Zero zero two two says four and eight until proven. Otherwise, um, uh, I'm Cubs- not, I, I, and I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Go ahead. Cupsker says seven wins max. Hope to be proven wrong. Um, Travis says they're four sure wins, which is just a funny concept with Nebraska football to say anything is a sure win sure. right now. Right. He says UTEP, Northern Iowa, Indiana, Rutgers. The coin flips are Illinois, Purdue, Wisconsin, and Iowa, and the losses are Ohio State, UCLA, USC. Travis, you did forget the Colorado game. Where does that one fall? So that mm-hmm. doesn't really tell us much um, about your prediction. Notorious B.I.B., bowl or bust. <laughs> if we die, we die. Thomas and Lincoln, six or six and six or bust. 
Can Texas win two natties? Well, Texas didn't even deserve the first one, Thomas. So Nebraska volleyball deserved that national championship. Texas stole it. Those Lady Huskers are coming, though. Uh, D-Ron says 15-2 and two for a national championship. Travis does hit us back with a Colorado coin flip. Um, and then... 15-2 15 15, gets you into probably the 12. Well, you have to get to 15 wins to win well, the national I'm, championship. No, yeah, that's what I mean. So, I mean, well, what I'm saying is mm-hmm. if, you, if you have 12 wins, you're probably going to get into the ball. Right. Mm-hmm. Into that, into the, to the, to the, to the championship. Right. Rounds. Yeah. Let's keep talking about this. Keep your thoughts coming on the starter him and text line 402-464-5685, as well as on the streams, right? You guys are doing such a great job there. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. We do see all the comments. If they're good, we'll get to them. Plenty more to talk about here as it comes to Nebraska football's expectations with Dylan Raiola as the presumed starting quarterback next year. We'll see if Nebraska's done there, if it is essentially his job to lose. But I also want to look a little big picture here, Strick, with Dylan Raiola committing to Nebraska. Where are some of the top prospects going? They're not as consolidated this year as they have been. What's the reason for that? More Dylan Raiola, more recruiting, plenty more Huskers talk next here on uh, During on the Block. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.